resistance to journaling or actually any spiritual practice, you may know all the benefits of it. And I'm not even going to go into the benefits. That's something that you can look up. There's so many people talking about why it's important and why it's great for you. A different part of your brain gets activated, yada, yada, yada. But why is it that we resist it? We resist trying it or maybe you've tried it, you know, anything. Maybe it was meditation. Maybe it was journaling. Maybe it was some kind of practice, either personal growth or spirituality. And you're like, oh my God, that felt amazing. And for some reason, I can't make myself do it again. What is it all about? Because spoiler, it's all about the inner critic. So how do we address it? How do we deal with it? What is that resistance really about? Let's dive right in. Hello and welcome to the Powerful Self Podcast. I'm your host, Anna, and I'm here to support you through your transformational journey, providing you with practical tools, practices, and principles to help you permanently remove subconscious energetic blocks, clear those limiting beliefs that may be standing in your way, and help you truly align with the life that you desire, a life in which you experience deep knowing, unshakable confidence, and true personal freedom every single day, because that is what you came here to do. Today's video was inspired by a very real example of a client who just said, I just, I don't like journaling. I don't like what's coming up. It feels like I'm just making myself do it and I can't. And I've worked with several clients who had that same resistance. And I know for myself, honestly, when I first heard of journaling, I thought, yeah, I'm not a 10 year old girl, so I'm not going to do that. And there was just so much resistance because my ego was just using everything that I could to keep me away from that healing, to keep me away from that, well, really the present moment. Because when you're there getting really real on what you are feeling, I mean, there are so many journaling practices, you know, there's so many questions that you can be answering, some of which can absolutely take you to the past, right? It's like, why did this happen? What do you remember about your childhood? Or some things about future, what do I want to create? And so on. And I find that the most powerful ones are those that keep you in the present moment. And those are the ones that your ego will likely resist the most because the mind can't exist in the present moment. It's either in the past or in the future. And we want to bring it to right now because your place of power is right now. Because to experience true healing, to experience true fulfillment, and to manifest that which you want, You have to be willing to clear all the clutter that is within you. Those limiting beliefs, those unprocessed emotions, those things have to be cleared. And that is done in the present moment. Because as you're tuning into the body, you're really feeling all those things that were not processed. All those, you know, how we think we have, think we think we have physical symptoms. Our emotional turmoils. And it's really not about that. Those are just symptoms is a surface level underneath that are memories or programs that have just been dumped on our subconscious mind. In the Hawaiian tradition, when we're talking about Ho'oponopono, you may be familiar with this practice. Um, it's really four phrases, but it goes so much deeper in that. It's um, an old ancient Hawaiian recapitulation practice, which really consists of, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you. But it's not just four phrases, it goes, it has a really deep philosophy that you are responsible for your life. 
that there's a conscious and a subconscious aspect, the mother and the child aspect of creation. And that we as the parent have been dumping all these things on the child, on the subconscious mind. And it all, all those, everything that we see is our responsibility because there's those programs coming up until we clear them. They're looking to be cleared. They're looking to be freed. They're looking to be liberated. And so I made so many videos and you can check it out, you know, about how, uh, how do we let go of that old program, right? And that approach is very different compared to what you're going to see around. I'm not going to repeat myself like you can check out the video here. But why do we have this resistance? Expressing ourselves, speaking our truth. I made another video on why we resist knowing what we want and admitting what we really want and why it's easier to, you know, look outside. Well, what do, what do my peers want or what do my parents want me to do? Or, all right, that's what I'm supposed to want and not actually tuning into what we want. Why journaling? And again, this is really true for any practice. I had resistance to meditation. I mean, those, if you've been following me for a while, um, you know, you know that my awakening, my spiritual shift kind of happened very suddenly. I was never into meditation. I thought it was hippie. I thought it was weird. And then like, boom, within two weeks, there was this completely uh, like a huge shift and I became a different person. But before that, I was like, man, meditation's hippie again, journaling. I'm not a 10 year old girl. And all these things seemed ridiculous because my mind was just fighting off anything that would get me closer to healing. How do we go about this? How do we go about the resistance? First of all, it's getting curious. This is the difference between living consciously or unconsciously. We're bringing to awareness, what is this resistance about? Asking your mind, what are you afraid of? Well, I'm not afraid of anything. I just don't like it. Right? That's going to be the default. Why don't you like it? And again, this is a huge, like, this is really the takeaway from this video. This is the difference between living consciously and unconsciously. It's asking. Not just, oh, well, that's just the way I am. You are the combination of all of your experience. You're the combination of your programming from your early uh, caregivers, from your peers, from your family, from your society. Our likes and dislikes, they're not random. There's a reason to it. And when we live consciously, we get to actually choose it. We actually get to take control of our lives. 95% of your life, of your day, is unconscious. When I first heard that, that sounded terrifying. 95% is on autopilot. I'm stuck in the same limiting beliefs, in the same stories, in the same I can't, in the same I'm not good enough, in the same that's just the way life is. And only 5% of my day is conscious and I wanted to increase that I want to become aware and take control of my life of take control of my emotions no I don't like or dislike things just because it's a program because oh I remember my mom not liking this or being judgmental about it so I'm judgmental too about it it's like I want to have control over my life and it takes one step at a time to do that so with any practice that you feel your mind is resisting, especially those that, you know, it's like, okay, right, I know the research, it's really good for me. Number one, what is the resistance really about? And the reason I invite you to write it down, 
This is why the mind doesn't want you to write it down. Writing things down was such a huge part of my healing. When I had severe depression, when I was romanticizing suicide, I was writing things down and when I did, I could see how the ego's arguments, that thinking mind, it's not actually based on anything, it's a house of cards. And you can only see that not when it's right here, but when it's on paper. And you can see, wait, wait a second, you're saying this, but up here you were saying a completely different thing that, that doesn't, doesn't make sense. They're complete opposites. And you see how viciously your mind, your inner critic is attacking you. And how it doesn't really have any real arguments. Your mind doesn't want you to see that. Your mind doesn't want you to meditate. Your mind doesn't want you to be present. And it's not because it's evil, it's because it's trying to protect you. And this is the work that I do with my one-on-one -on -one clients where we go deeper into that because it takes, you know, love and compassion and not fighting because, I mean, how it's like your left hand is fighting your right hand. How, how well is that going to go? It doesn't take fighting or seeing that part as an enemy. It's a protector that just the way it operates isn't serving you. So the takeaways from today's video. Making a choice. Do you want to be conscious? You may not be. I'm not sure why you're on this channel right here where I'm talking about personal growth and spirituality, but you may just be like, hey, you know what? I don't really care. I'm okay with my program. I'm okay for just living on default and that's fine. So first asking yourself, do I want to bring these things to awareness? Am I committed to my growth or I don't really care? And either of those are fine. We get to choose how we want to live our life. We get to choose what kind of experience we want to have, what this human experience will look like for us individually. So there's no right or wrong. Right for whom? Wrong for whom? It's all about you. So number one, bring to awareness. Do I actually want to be controlling my life? Number two, choosing to be greater than your mind. Choosing to not allow, as there's this metaphor that is the ego is like the guard dog, not allowing the dog to run your house. You're in control and making those choices from this place. I'm in control of my life. Yes, there's this really active part of me that stepped in to protect me. But I'm okay now. That was when I was a child. I'm not a child anymore. And taking control of your healing, taking control of your journey. And I have so many powerful people who step from that, you know, just like, no, that part is definitely in control. And I've done it myself. I have just so much evidence that it is possible. And I know that it's possible for you too. It's possible for all of us when we choose to tune into that. And the last thing I want to leave you with is that reminder that you don't have to do it all alone. There are two wings of the bird. One is volition is willpower i move forward but another is also surrender to grace can you surrender this to something greater god life source consciousness saints um guides however you want to personify it remember that you're not doing it alone and if you're seeing it as oh this little me and there's a scary world around that's a really difficult way to live and that's what the ego is getting you to. It's getting you to separation, to duality. And it's fun because we get to experience like, oh, I'm an individual. I get to experience this world not as a whole, but as me. 
and remembering that you are the drop but you're also the whole ocean and when we do such practice especially those things that we have resistance to and we do them anyway and we get curious not a okay i have to so i'm gonna do it but like hmm let's see what this is going to be like for me we evolve we expand and we have a rich a more rich an abundant experience of this life. And from that place, if you're in this place of, oh gosh, I'm just, you know, resisting these practices. From this place, I'm actually really excited for you because you get to tune into, oh my God, I'm manifesting my life. Oh my God, as I'm writing these things down, as I'm bringing these things to awareness, I'm changing my energy and I can see it and then I can see people are reacting differently to me, people acting differently in my life. Where is that coming from? And then you inevitably start seeing those patterns. Because they're not doing the work, you're doing the work. And your life begins to look differently. So, on this note, if you're new here, go ahead and subscribe. And give this a like if it resonated. And I would love, love, love to hear down below, what did you hear me say? What did you take out of this? And if you've had any resistance to these practices, maybe when you first began, maybe there were some practices like, oh, I've been say, meditating for years and I just stopped and I can't start again. What, what was your experience with that? I would love to hear below. And then um, either, you know, you sharing it and you're inspiring others, or I would love to uh, kind of create content based on that and those individual struggles that you're facing. So I thank you for being here and I'm wishing you a very powerful day. Thank you for listening to the Powerful Self Podcast. If you found this useful, please make sure to follow so you don't miss any upcoming episodes and share it with those who you think will truly benefit from hearing this. And I love hearing from you. So if you have any questions or comments, please feel free to reach out at info at thepowerfulself.me. And on this note, I am sending you so much love and many blessings. Until next time. Thank you.